Okay, welcome everyone to an AMA this 16th of December. Um, ah, Escobar's here as well, groovy. Okay, so yeah, so everyone, I mean, I know everyone's starting to prepare for Christmas and stuff. We will, uh, we will probably have another AMA next week and then take a break. Um, cool, okay, so a little bit of quick housekeeping. Firstly, um, you know, if anyone is still looking to get their get their hoodies um, we will be closing down the, the pre-sale in, in three days uh, these are limited edition hoodies so we will not be bringing back the same style again in any kind of other things we do so you know if this is something you want to flex there's a great opportunity for that um, but uh, in general you know the council we've been working out of here and talking that uh, our primary goal is, you know, making everyone money. I mean, I think that that is our main mandate from you. And, um, you know, going straight from that into the recent snapshot, um, I think this is a vote that has probably been most important in our last kind of year even. Um, I think seeing the results of this vote have been, you know, really, really good and interesting to me because number one, firstly, this was our first blind vote. And it resulted in um, a much higher output than in, than in recent times. In other words, we saw a, a major uptick in the number of people who have one fat cat or even three fat cats voting, uh, which, you know, did show prove to the point that many brought up like Wolves and Bella and others that, you know, people felt intimidated when they just went to vote and they saw that it seemed it was already one in one favor or another. So I think that that is, you know, amazing feedback for us. Uh, it was a little bit daunting in the beginning because I thought, oh, my God, no one's voting, only to find out that it only shows the biggest 10 voters uh, as part of their, 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 their thing. So I'm going to speak to Snapshot anyway and ask them if, you know, it's a possibility for them to kind of tweak that as well, because we would like to know if we're close to threshold or not in general. Um, but I think that this vote showed almost kind of unequivocally that the majority of our holders are willing to take some risk, right? I think for the last uh, seven months, we have been playing major defense. Um, and I think, it, you know, I think, you know, hindsight is one of those things where you go like, oh, well, you know, could we have been more aggressive and stuff like that? You know, shout out to Chio, who always kind of reminded us of that. But I, I think we I mean, again, hindsight is great, but I think we did what was right based on a market that looked like it was in free fall and in a very dangerous place. But now, you know, given the combination of our research department, a council that has remained very active, um, councillors who are themselves actively trading, whether it be NFT or crypto or whatever, I think it's fantastic that, you know, we as a council are feeling confident to be more aggressive and the community feels the same way because let's you know let's not mince words over here right we there is risk involved right you know going with with this this breakdown of you know a blue chip traders fund a merging blue chip fund a crypto hedge fund and a gold fund you know there there are more aggressive things over there right the blue chip the merging blue chip uh, fund, for example, even though it might have a small allocation than the, than the bigger fund, uh, still, you know, it, it has higher upside, but also higher risk. And the fact that kind of everyone is on board with that, that we had over, you know, 90% in favor of taking a higher risk uh, shows us that, you know, the original mandate of the holders who came in who were like looking for, you know, the big cap, mid cap, small cap and stuff like that is still there. And, um, and, you know, it kind of got me thinking in general, right, that, um, you know, when I look in a lot of alpha communities, you see that people really, a lot of these people don't have much faith in, in, in NFTs and Web3 at all. Um, you know, they've, they've never kind of developed that confidence that I think we have. I think we and places like Midnight Labs and a few others have have all agreed that, you know, Web3 technology is out of the box, right? It's not going back. Crypto is here to stay. NFTs are here to stay. Their iterations might change, right? Where you can find value might change. But the core um, technology is happening, right? It's mass adoption is on its way. We see things with Reddit and Instagram and the big funds coming in. And so the fact that we have the confidence to kind of chase that 1%, 
uh, and believe in the space in general, I think is is in, is is really something that might be as a community uniquely fat cats right now. Um, and so, you know, really, I think this this is probably our most important vote uh, in the whole of kind of the last year. Um, and I think that, yeah, it's a pretty damn strong mandate from all of you to say, go ahead, take a bit more risk, you know, look for value wherever we can find it and keep building. So I'm very excited about that. I also want to give a shout out to Nadia because um, she's been absolutely killing it with gold. So I think, you know, we're also very lucky to have some, you know, pretty damn competent traders in our community who can take some of those reins because, you know, if, if Nadia wasn't here, for example, as much as I believe in gold, I can't do everything. I can't take on another kind of portfolio. And so the fact that she's able to do that uh, is remarkable to me. So, you know, that's kind of the major, the major update for us. I think there'll be a lot of kind of, you know, mechanics now. We've got to set up some more trader wallets. We need to work out with Mr. Joe, the reporting and accounting. We need to sell the ape. There's a few moving parts that will take, you know, a week or so. But, you know, I think we're all pretty much ready to hit the ground running. Um, and it's a good time of year to be doing that kind of maintenance because it tends to be a little bit scary to be a trade at the end of December anyway, as a lot of hedge funds and things are balancing their books. So us kind of using, you know, the next few weeks to get that legwork in place and then hit the ground running in 2023, uh, I think is fantastic. So yeah, that's where we're up to as a kind of primary focus. Um, you, Pearl, Parker, Bella, Escobar, do you want to add anything to that? I think, I think you, you nailed, nailed it on the dime, dime and you know, just to reiterate the markets. I mean, that's exactly a lot of liquidity stuff going on right now. So be wary. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cool. Okay. And then, you know, we've, we've, part of kind of our conservatism has been, you know, we, you know, we, we can, you can blame it on me if you want, but we've been very cheap, right? We, you know, I, I would say we've been very thrifty because, you know, back in the early days when we were minting, it was not uncommon for projects to be spending kind of $50,000 uh, on community managers and the team and all of that. And they were burning through money at an astronomical pace. And many of them just closed shop and stuff. And we have been very conservative on our core spending and stuff. But at the same time, you know, as Escobar pointed out, uh, you know, we, we still have, we're not very clear on certain budgeting things, right? Marketing, branding, stuff like that is important. And so as we are um, kind of working out now the trading fund, as we mentioned in the last AMA, 50% of all of the profits earned every week from trading will go back to the safe. And then one fifth of that we will be allocating to marketing and marketing and branding. Um, we will then as a council kind of vote on where to use it, but we definitely all agree as councillors that we want to find uh, more ways to reward active members, right? We've always said from the very start that, you know, we've got two core pillars. We've got the fund and we've got, um, we've got kind of the business lounge, think tank and stuff like that, but also that social capital is extremely valuable, right? Community engagement, rewarding active users, empowering them, stuff like that. And so we definitely want to find, um, you know, a way maybe to kind of reward MVPs and, you know, most valuable raiders and stuff like that with rewards, with fat cats or different things. So we'll be looking into that as a way to kind of, you know, continue to build the community and internal brand. And then we will also look into some external marketing things as well. But as Parker has pointed out in numerous council meetings, our first and primary responsibility is, you know, to spend 80% of our time and energy, right? Building up, you know, our, our funds, right? We are, you know, you know it's, it's almost kind of like this paradoxical good thing that you've all provided us in that most of you are pretty damn happy if we make you all money, right? We are first and foremost a collector's club. If we fulfill the job of making you money, you're all damn happy. You know, merch is a secondary consideration. You guys are not asking for, you know, cocktail parties like the Moonbirds holders want every other month. You know, that is not what you're expecting from us. The expectation on this DAO is make us money and 
you know, to put it crudely, and by extension, either, you know, pay that out as rewards um, or as kind of hold a, you know, hold a, you know, hold a dividends, if you will, or go and get our floor price to raise, rise. And so now that we're kind of going this more aggressive approach with our trading, I hope very much, um, you know, that we, we get to be showing off a lot more kind of victory porn regularly. And um, we will probably start doing it as like a weekly post. So like we'll probably start posting, you know, how much has been sent back that week, aka what is the total 50% that have been sent back to the safe uh, and make that kind of like a, a big report like that. Because, you know, we, we're we also working with Mr. Joe to show charts now uh, of, of where our ETH balances and USDC balances over the months. And I think, you know, that will also kind of avoid us being crude because I posted yesterday about our flip of the hounds and Escobar and others pointed out, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of not our brand, right? It's a bit crude. Um, you know, I wanted to flex that we had, you know, again, victory porn, but I think there's a better way for us to do it. So if we kind of keep it to like a weekly post of, hey, you know, this week we're up, you know, two ETH and you can check it and, you know, he has the charts and stuff. I think that'd be, you know, a much cleaner and better way for us to do that. And then, of course, we'll start to combine that as well with our research reports and, and things like that as well. So, yeah, that's primarily what we're going to be focusing on, putting pretty much all of our energy into this mandate that you've awarded us of kind of building these extra funds, making money, flexing, you know, that we're doing well, because I think we will. And, uh, and then, you know, without saying it, <laughs> we should hopefully see a good floor price rise because, you know, there's still, as we said many times, we're nearly kind of, I think we're 80% there on the junior fat cats art, but there's really no point in us, you know, bringing out the juniors if we can't get that floor up. You know, I avoid speaking about the floor often, but I think it is important. And I'm speaking about it now because I think given this current mandate, um, we should see some pretty damn good gains. And by extension, we should see, you know, the floor price rise. What am I going to do with that info? I don't think I, I should be buying more fat cats. Personally, I don't I think, I think, you know, there's enough people that think I have enough fat cats. Uh, I actually would like to buy more, but I think I'm going to hold back on that myself. Um, but if you want to use that information, you know, again, go for it, right? Information starts here. So yeah, I am feeling pretty much in the most inspired about what we're building over here uh, in a very long time. It's, you know, it's hard to stay inspired, um, you know, from, from I, I think kind of like June to September, it was just really, really hard, right? I felt like we were, you know, kind of keeping the fort uh, from burning down and, you know, sailing the rocky sea and, and really just responding to everyone else's shit, right? You know, to FTX scandals, to lunar scandals, to royalty disasters. We were just kind of playing, you know, you know, what is our official response? How are we going to navigate this mess? And now I think with the combination of our reports and actually building up a really good OTC network and stuff, uh, for trading uh, and 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 a network, you know, using kind of our our credibility, myself, Bella, Escobar, and others to get intel first. I think we are in a fantastic position to do what we originally set out to do. So yeah, I'm pretty damn excited about that. Um, you know, and and I'm going to use my own recent kind of bought, um, other side deed sale as a good example because that sale happened pretty much completely because I knew the right people, right? People come to me all day long with good deals. Um, and so, you know, having that network and having built that kind of track record and showing people fat cats is, yeah, we're not going. And, you know, I always say that to people. I say, look, bring me all your deals because I'm the fat cats trader, the crown capital trader, and I buy in my own capacity. And so that word is starting to get out because, you know, when I first started saying that when I grabbed my board, eight, people said, you know, what is fat cats? And now people go, oh, cool, I saw some offers like from Fat Cats. That's cool. Now I know who it is. I'll be in touch. So, yeah, I'm pretty damn excited about that. Um, cool. That's pretty much all I wanted to focus on. I wanted to open up a lot more to questions um, and comments because we now have the snapshot that's gone through. And I noticed that some people did have questions. We're aiming to sell uh, the board Ape right now in the 67 to like 72 ETH range. Um, I'm negotiating with a few people. 
Uh, and then, you know, we will start sending those funds into, into the different allocations as laid out uh, by the vote. But um, Pearl, did you want to, you know, give any research updates or comments? Uh, Parker, Escobar, Bella? Yeah, yeah the, the research is, uh, is going smoothly. Uh, I'm quite happy that we have uh, some uh, volunteers that have already contributed to help uh, fill up, fill up um, some of the reports. So it's going on. And we will start to uh, update the reports on the website uh, very soon. So the, the work, I think it's... Um, it's very useful because I have already got some feedback from people that have read the reports and they find it quite useful to get up to date with the project with just a very little effort in time. So I believe that if you produce, if you create a, a product that actually uh, solve a problem, an issue that you have, uh, that's, that's a win. So we will see once the product hit it, it, the uh, the public. Yeah, and I'm I'm finding the reports myself very useful, and also the links. I'm finding the links, the sources at the bottom, really good. And then Escobar and Bella have taken on the roles of field agents, so they keeping us kind of you know because the heavy legwork is in setting up the core report, but then we need you know the relevant data all the time, right? And so you know Bella and Escobar are keeping us informed of news of the rumors. Um, of the AMAs and stuff going on. So, you know, it's, it's allowing us to get a foot in the door and quickly prioritize. For example, just this week, you know, there's a lot going on in the Dippies ecosystem. We can quickly say as a council, hey, let's prioritize that report uh, and, and go accordingly. So, yeah, that's where we're up to on the research stuff. I owe Pearl a couple of reports too on the Yugo and, and, and the Zuki ecosystem. I'm working on those now. And Parker's working on one for Doodles. So we're getting there. We are getting there. How are you doing, Parker? Yeah, yeah just, just a second, second on that uh, research. research. If you spend five, maybe 10 minutes reading one of these, I mean, I, mean, I, I was amazed. I know more than 99%, 99.9% of the people in the market about that project now. And, and that's kudos, kudos to, you know, his approach, approach and putting it together and taking the time to get all the correct information and it's presented really nice and clean. So kudos to that. Yeah. And, and we've already started talking to some of the alpha communities that have like a lot of the alpha communities are starting to niche as well. Right. Like uh, Midnight Labs is trying to say, hey, you know, there's no point us putting out. Uh, just standard research reports, let's focus on reports for builders, right? What kind of like, you know, let's analyze why Goblin Town worked. Let's analyze why Wagdai worked, right? That's kind of where Midnight Labs are thinking. Then you've got like um, uh, Oni, Oni Tori and stuff, you know, a few other alpha groups who are looking what they're going to do. We're able to say to them, hey, would you like to swap? We can give you our in-depth research reports. You give us other stuff too. So, you know, as this kind of consolidation is happening, um, you will likely see us start to grow the channels of Friends Research and Alpha with the communities that are actually producing good things. Because, for example, if you go to the section now, you know, the Legendary Cobra section, the ATC alerts, those are very useful right now. Because, you know, for anyone who's crypto trading, they, they have been on, you know, on fire over there. They've really been on the ball. Um, whereas when you look at, um, you know, kind of unfiltered news, you know, they're still doing classic Alpha most of the projects they're reporting on are very degen and stuff and not things we're using right now. So I think, you know, you're going to see people start to niche more. And uh, yeah, that's going to be very useful. So absolutely. Ah, Chia, welcome, sir. Uh, we, were just, we were just talking about you before. <laughs> um, saying that, you know, this kind of mandate that passed, right, this recent snapshot, this aligns with what you've been telling us, right? you know, can the council be more aggressive in the investment approach and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, everyone, that's where you're up to. Um, I would love, you know, if any of you would raise your hand or if you want to ask some questions or just give some thoughts. Um, while you're doing that, one other point is, um, you know, we, we, we felt from the merch drop um, kind of a couple of things. Uh, number one, um, you know, we want, we want, kind of going forward with merch drops we are going to keep them very small i think that takes away a lot of pressure because there are a lot of diehards that want merch and yet it's a small group so let's provide to them rather number two 
We have this amazing collaboration with Top Draw, who are doing the works for Wagme United and stuff like that. We've got this infrastructure. We can use that to share with other communities. So, you know, we might start to look at going to groups, and I'm going to give them as an example because we talked to them already, Enigma Economy, and doing a joint Fat Cats Enigma Economy merch drop because we can handle all of the infrastructure and stuff for them. Um, and, you know, and then that goes to the next point, which is, um, you know, as much as we've got cool IP like a CryptoPunk and stuff, the feedback we got from a lot of you and counselors was like, look, you know, I, I don't really need that CryptoPunk on the back of my hoodie, right? I, I'm just, you know, that doesn't do anything for me either. And yet, if we think about it, there are a, cool, a lot of cool DGEN routes we could go, right, where we could do a cap that might have a small logo of ours, but says GM, right, or on NGMI or stuff like that. We can, you know, we can, we can become more... Um, uh, mass market potential by using, you know, the DGEN stuff and meme stuff that everyone enjoys. In other words, we've got good quality merch, right? These partners that we've got, the hoodie is genuinely excellent quality at a fair price. Why not then, you know, if we're going to do that and say, hey, if you're getting a hoodie anyway, get something with a cool DGEN meme or slogan that you like. Well, then let's do that, right? Let's get those slogans and stuff and make the logo kind of the secondary Point. So we will be looking at that, but also we're going to, and shout out to Gula for this, we're going to be introducing polls more, right? You know, and we said this a few AMAs ago, but we, you know, we were ready at the end of our merch drop. We couldn't, in, you know, put it then. But going forward, whenever there is something that doesn't affect the core kind of funds, right? The What do we invest in? We're going to rely on polls, because polls give us a much better set of data when it comes to like, how many of you actually want to buy a cap? How many of you actually want a hoodie? How many of you are interested in poker tournaments on Wednesdays? How many of you are interested in, you know, this kind of game or that kind of game? So we are going to start, um, you know, using polls a lot more as a way for us to get feedback whenever it's less relevant about, you know, if you're away or how many votes or how much kind of stake of the pie you own and much more about how many people actually want to participate uh, in something so you know lessons learned for sure um, but yeah I think the combination of polls and blind votes and you know giving a lot of enough time for people to discuss because that's another point that I forgot to bring up I saw for this vote a lot more people talking about it for a change right because they couldn't just see what a councillor voted for, they, they actually had to ask around and say, hey, you know, is this a good point? You know, I had a lot of people asking, why is the gold over there, for example, right? That was the most common question that I got in my DMs from some of the whales. It's like, why is gold in that equation? I'm like, well, you know, we're in a very volatile market and gold has always been a very good economical hedge. And they're like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Uh, and I said, and it's just, you know, it's, it's a small allocation. So, you know, it's part of a much bigger pie. So, yeah, all in all, I think we have fine-tuned the voting process. I'm sure we'll keep fine-tuning it. And, you know, we've taken feedback to heart when it comes to things like polls, competitions, and rewarding engagement. So, you know, expect to see a lot more of that rolling into 2023. But, of course, the caveat is, you know, let's make some money from all of our new allocations and funds. And I think we can do that. Okay, I'm not seeing any comments. I think we're covering everything. Zoltres, Phantom, um, anyone want to raise their hand? Anyone want to bring up any points? Yeah, Bella's killing it with the networking. Bella is our eyes and ears uh, on the ground. Bella, do you ask a lot of questions in spaces? I, I don't know if you can t uh, talk if you have to type, but do you, do you ask a lot of questions? Um, in, in Twitter spaces, mm -hmm. um, sometimes, sometimes I do and I sometimes I don't. What I just started doing was more so, like, it, it, I built out, like, the network, right? So, like, within certain spaces, like, I'm either in the Discord with them or in, and it kind of that way. Like, it's, I don't know. I don't really know how it's happening. It's kind of hard to articulate it sometimes. Like, it's just, I'm finding that I can get onto these uh stages, stages quite, quite easily and it's just because i've consistently been in the audience and typing questions in the chat boxes raising hands and stuff like that so it's, it's just becoming very um 
it, it's, it's just a lot easier over the time. Okay. Well, I think we need to give you a chat a in the education channels. I think we need to give Bella's spaces. And then you can post some links to upcoming spaces and also because then people can weigh in with like, hey, could you ask this question or something? <laughs> that might be good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, and, uh, honestly, like I'm finding that a lot of the information, it, it comes from um, spaces. That's why like I, I absolutely um, love working with Pro right now is because he's handling like those great, like, like those research reports mm -hmm. are online ongoing. Um, but, but you, you can't, can't do both, both right? Yes. So, so the fact that we're tackling this and dividing and conquering, and conquering like I, it's, it's, it's great. great. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's call it, what spaces is Bella on? Okay, let's put that channel there now. And then you can just kind of, you know, tag education and, you know, dump it over there because I think that'd be dope because I, you know, I'd love some of those spaces. I'm like, oh damn, I missed it. I wish we could have asked that question. So Yeah, yeah. no, and, and there is, and there's a lot of them and they, they pop up and it's like, really, it's, it's the same thing that we talk about with anything, right? Like if it's projects, it's hard to keep track of them all. Yeah. Right. And like, can you learn like who to follow and who to notify? And it's like a, I don't know, it's a lot and it just somehow builds and happens. And I am more than happy to share because a lot of the times the spaces aren't recorded and you will get some really good information from founders in these unrecorded live spaces. And then you're like, I understand the project on a different level. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and that's, that's the part, you know, even though the market is still is, is rough right now, it doesn't mean that, you know, a lot, you know, people aren't producing things. And so, you know, people might have to be doing kind of more things, going back to work, you know, working harder to make money. And yet the same amount of, you know, content is still pouring out, right? People are fighting for years, right? Uh, even more so now. So yeah, you know, they, I, I'm seeing tons of spaces. Like whenever I click open my Twitter on my phone, it's like, holy shit, there's like eight spaces going on. Like, you know, you know, bear market my ass, right? You know, people are building. For real. Um, and everyone, I think it was funny. A lot of people didn't know what to do with themselves today. Um, and it was, they were trying to stumble through um, Discord spaces or Spotify live spaces. Like a lot, they, they, so, so many different options were tried, um, and really, it shows how much it's relied on um, by so many people um, as their their way of staying or knowing or connecting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Parker and Trump NFT to the moon. I, I was actually having a conversation just on it. So with the Trump NFT, like there's so many things going back and forth. And I guess my question, and maybe Dylan, you can have some input on this, is do you think that there will be a historical relevance to the first U.S. president that was ever put onto the blockchain? In 50 years from now, yeah, when the man is dead, yes, not now. Yeah. Because he's just too polarizing for, uh, but I mean, he's a walking meme. I mean, the man is a walking meme, right? The, the man, yeah. he's, he's literally a walking meme. So... But yeah, I think I think like right now, you know, people will not want to give any of that kind of cred to him because he's like, you know, because that's his whole thing. You know, they don't want to aim the biggest, aim the hugest, aim like, you know, like the first to everything. I'm so cool. And, and, and that annoys so many people, it like polarizes so many people that they won't want to, you know, give him that cred. But you know, 10, 20 years, like if Trump Trump's dead or, or 10 years from now when he's no longer running, then they would gentrify him, right? Like, look how they treat Mitt Romney as, you know, like the sweet old man now, right? The moment there's some new threat, they will be like, oh, you know, you know, Trump, you know, he's not so bad. Because I mean, before he was running for president, right? He was sleeping with all the same um, people and doing all the same shenanigans and, and people didn't care as much, right? It's only because he wanted to run for president. You know, nothing drastically changed. Trump was always, uh, you know, an over-the-top kind of shenanigans kind of guy, you know, that bolsterous New Yorker. So, yeah, I think it will historically in time. And so if you are interested in, like, buying long-term historical things, uh, sure, go for this, you know. But you're going you're gonna to be waiting it out. Yeah, and it was yeah, a surprise no, thing, right? Kind of the, uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Sorry go. go. No, I was saying it's, it was a, it was a big surprise, right? 
no, no yeah, yeah and like that's like, like that's, that's kind of where it's all sad is that it will have a historical uh relevance eventually somewhere but it's just it's not right now and a, a lot the other thing is a lot of these nfts are going to be um lost in email because like there was that whole minting through credit card and you just kind of got this link in your email and it create like there was a whole setup for it and most people if they weren't already in the space their nft exists in their email and they're happy with it it's never going to leave there oh okay like it's still created a wallet and it's still on chain and it's still there but like you're so you're you're you, through google you create a wallet and it creates the seed phrase um and it's all stored within like your google so like you get emailed a seed phrase through google to go back onto this other app and then you enter in the seed phrase into that like honestly from from my our perspective of what we know and i i went the other way because i wanted to know what the onboarding process was going to be it is very easy to buy it it is not so easy to get it off of that wallet and onto another wallet where you're trading it on OpenSea. um yeah, so, so that makes a lot of sense. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because, right? So it's there. I don't know how safe it technically is because it's in your email. Um, but but again, like from a perspective of not us that are native to this space, it, it's it's great. And yeah, because because lots of people look. Digital collectibles have been for ages, right? No one until five minutes ago, no one said, "I wonder how safe my skin is in Fortnite," right? Like no one asked that. You know, yeah. I used to get dropped things like get links from from Linden Labs for Second Life and people mint them and I'm going, you know, mint them. I mean, I, you know, I was retrieving and I didn't think to myself, I wonder what happens if all the servers go down. Right. You know, like most normies don't think like that. We think like that. Right. Because we're interested in, you know, my keys, my wallet, my stuff. Uh, but a lot of people don't think like that. So that's that's true. The the, the actual circulating supply might be very small. Yeah, yeah and, and it's also a lot of them, like if they were buying it for the memorabilia or the moment or to be a, like, technically none of the money goes to his campaign, but whatever, to be a supporter of whatever you're purchasing, they're not thinking that they want it in a self-custody wallet where they're able to buy and sell it, right? So they're fine with leaving it where it is. It's only us who are like, no, 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 no. Give me this. I need to go sell it. I need to be able to list it. I have to throw it in a ledger somewhere. Most people don't won't do it. Um, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see this one long-term play out. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, thanks, Zoltis, for the comment. I mean, you know, look, you know, we're, we're still so lucky that people show up uh, to our spaces and things but you know even more so this is why we want to double down um, on kind of giving you know active members more rewards I mean we've started the MVP programs but we haven't really tied any rewards to them so we're going to be working on that for those who are about to say what about catnip uh, catnip was always linked to the whitelist meta and stuff so you know we will con continue to use catnip um, when we see whitelist opportunities or airdrop opportunities. I mean, let's face it, right? We're not going to see the end completely of projects coming out, right? And so our network, it will always be in people's interests um, to give a certain amount of, you know, public raffles or airdrops or things like that. The meta will shift, but it's not completely gone in my opinion. So, you know, as a project that is still here and building a network and building a name, we will continue to get you those opportunities, whether it be as a catnip sale or an auction or just, hey, guys, you know, this application process is open. Get in on this. So, you know, you know, we do not feel bound to giving kind of fictitious value to catnip. That's not our job. But giving rewards to active users who are contributing to research or being you know, upstanding citizens or helping with raids, anyone kind of building this community and this brand, we certainly are going to make that a priority the moment we start to kind of build up our marketing watches. So, you know, preempting the cat the question, because I know it's coming. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, someone actually said, what about catnip? 
<laughs> I thought, uh, okay. Or did he post it afterwards? I think he posted it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, we're not doing away with it. But, you know, I do want to say this. Back in the day when we made catnip and people were like, should we, you know, can, should we have staking and make an ERC-20 token? And I was like, SEC guys, and also why the hell do you want to pay gas for it? You know, most of those whitest marketplaces that are ERC-20 tokens are, I mean, dumpster, dumpster level trouble, okay? Because it's like, you know, at least with our whitest spots, it's like, eh, I'll click the raffle or, okay, you know what, I might as well buy, buy the, buy the whitest spot, you know, in case the project does something, I have it, I'll go and mint it. But those projects where you have to go and like spend three bucks or two bucks to, to claim your ERC-20 token and then go and spend another buck or two to buy the whitest spot, motherfuckers are down, 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 down. So, you know, I think that that worked out well for us, I think, I don't know. Do you, do you still use any of those, Bella or Pearl or Parker? Any of those kind of ERC-20 token marketplaces? How's Llamas doing? Ooh, I wonder what happened to my Operation Sin application. <laughs> I never got on board with any of those other marketplaces. I just, I, yeah, I, I, I never have time to do anything with any of them. Yeah. But I did see, I did see Operation Sin said if you wanted to like, if you wanted to like, um, upgrade yourself um, on like um, your chances for getting your application approved they were like uh, you can use you know the spit right so they did find you know one more utility for their for their token i thought that was in let's see let's see if i got approved see if i got approved AA has a question for you in um, okay. text. Let's have a look. Uh, yeah, he's just asking about uh, ape staking and uh, the arbitraging on buying and selling apes that are uh, have coin staked to them. Yeah. So there are some people that have built a whole bunch of. Um, There are people that have, have built a whole bunch of bots um, to check if um, to check if like, there's people that have have ape. Um, so you know we, we're not going to be the fastest guns to that. I'm afraid I've I've never been the the fastest in my life on those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, we're not going to get those. They have. There's only been, I think, four or five big cases where that happened, where people sold the staking. People have now kind of like smartened up to that problem. So we're not looking for that. Um, we're not, you know, we're selling our board ape, and you know, we we're always listing our mutants, so we can't participate in that staking. Um, but the good news is, for any of you that do have ape that do want to stake. You can go to either Bendao or go to one of the groups like Ibutsu who have set up Prism wallets because we help them set that all up, right? I help Prism, you know, do all of that. You can go and take the benefit of that with other groups and get staking rewards. So you can stake to a mutant or an ape or something. And then the second thing that I want to say on that is um, I can't believe, like I was saying this to the council, I can't believe no one realized this. But, you know, there's been all these new, like, ApeCoin marketplaces that were made, right? That, like, you burn Ape and all of that, and you can list. But none of them thought about the fact that you have all of these people who own mutants that want to continue trading, right? Like, everyone wants to always be able to list their mutant at a high price somewhere, right? And now it's like, holy shit, I cannot list. Because if I list, uh, it might happen that I forget about it and, you know, it goes with the staking rewards. And so... Now, the exciting thing is the OTC deals for mutants is back on the table, um, except for, I would say, floor mutants. For floor mutants, you know, it doesn't apply, right? Because, again, you know, who cares if you can't get a stake when you just buy whatever the floor is. But for the grails, like the M2s that we're working on, I'm seeing a lot more M2 kind of deals going on. So uh, I think that that problem is going to take a while for people to fix. So I think that's a fantastic opportunity for us. Um, and I've seen a few kind of brokers now reach out to me. I, I had one broker reach out to me who handles a Zuki uh, Zuki and Clonex trades. And I've spoken to people from the OTC network, which is for apes. 
um, who do like, you know, deals over there. So yeah, we're, you know, we are going to be getting some of those trading opportunities, I think. Um, did you send an image, AA? Uh, so does that answer your question? Um, shouldn't we set aside some to, aside to profit off of ApeCoin for the DAO? Um, yeah, so we're not holding, we're not holding ApeCoin, AA. Um, we, have, we have given Parker, though. We have given no, no, Parker ma a, man a mandate on, on ApeCoin, though, for trading. So go for it, Bella. I'm just going to say, I'm like, he's not talking about us and our ApeCoin, but just using one of our mutants and allowing other people yeah, to, yeah. Stake to, to, to take the profit. That's what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And then, but the problem, the, yeah. The, 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 whatever we make with flipping a mutant, is it, like, does it, would it make sense to stake in it with Ape for any period of time, or is it making more money to continue flipping? So, good question. I'm I'm thinking about I'm thinking about that for one or two of them. Like what? Like we've got one or two that are, you know, big time grails. And so I might I'm you know, uh, it's it's a good point. I because I'm now develop, developing more of an OTC network anyway. It might be in, in our benefit for us not to even list them and rather just you know kind of go to Bendow do that kind of staking. Um, and um, and continue to try and sell it, and then if we do sell it, then we can kind of unstake it. But but I will say this though, it's probably more beneficial for us not to do it via the prism, but via the Bendal situation, right? Because the Bendal situation, I can unfold that very quickly, right? I can you know you know it it, it the contract on Bendal just basically sends everyone their ape, and um, and you can then just go and sell it. Whereas if if we you know put it in our prism. And then we, you know, locked it up and all of your coins are associated and then I suddenly have to sell it. It's a little bit messier. So now that the Bendow option is there, um, I think that's not a bad idea, Bella. I'm going to ask the council to kind of give me permission um, to go case by case on that as well. Yeah, yeah with, with the Ben Dow, I think the problem, problem with because after I spoke with you earlier is, um, and maybe the, the solution would be looking into a bit AA if you have, if we're not going to do it. Um, is when you go on to bend out the apes that are available to stake they're looking for the minimum buy-in to be the full amount right so you can only go and stake to an ape on bend out if you have the full ten thousand of apes available uh right so you can't pool it and if you like and then that that takes away from a lot of people like you get what I'm saying? So, like, maybe with the Bitsu, um, it's different. You'd have to... The only way to do it to, to stake to Bandao is you would have to bring together ApeCoin into a prism first from multiple people. Right. And then stake that as a 10,000 into a Bandao. You have to get to the 10,000 to stake it. Okay, let me let me speak to let me speak to the Bendao people because I've got some contacts in Bendao and I'm I'm speaking to Franklin. I I see I'm I'm in a traders chat with many of the big board ape holders and I, they've been talking about the Bendao and I think this is what they were mentioning. Um, so I'm I'm going to talk to them. I think this is you know yeah someone has to fi fix this point because the problem with us doing the ape. Like if we use the prism for the ape staking, then you know it's only our own holders who will trust us. Right. Whereas the Bendao is kind of non-trusting. Right. It's, you know, but but if you're saying that it has to be one person staking the full amount, uh, that's that's problematic. So, OK, I will I will look into that and, and then put something forward to the council. But thank you for raising that. A very good point. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, but I, I still, I still cannot get over the fact that no one built a marketplace that you could do like classifieds, right? Like you could, um, you know, show that you have something for sale, and then, or even list it. But then, in the contract, the moment it sell, sells, it returns the ape coin to the right person, right? Like I, I can't believe that no one, given how many months they had to plan for this, uh, created that option. Because that, that's a smart contract that could have been built. 
You know what I mean, Bella? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Sorry, I'm, I'm talking with, with A at the same time, and I was just like, like I'm, I'm, the, the whole staking of the Abe, I'm thinking like even um, to provide you with like a repeat, even if it goes into Bandao and there, like there still might be someone that can like do the max stake or however it works out. Um, but it might be beneficial to even take a slight break from some of the trading just over the holidays to breathe and be human. That doesn't have to be on go all the time. Mm -hmm. Sorry, this is, is literally a conversation that I'm having with AA in the chat at the same time. No, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to speak to Franklin on this. Franklin will know all of these kinds of answers. Let's see. I'm sure there's a couple of cool options. They're talking about how people have been rugging or playing the system. Um, yeah, let's have a look. Well, no, Zoltris, I think I think this is the kind of thing that, you know, you have an ape foundation that is $1.8 billion in their vault. And um, so I think... Yeah, I think this is the kind of thing that people should be f pushing forward with an AI API. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, AIP, I mean, but uh, yeah, cool. Okay, well, I think that's an excellent place for us to stop. So kind of last, last shout out again, friends, if you haven't got your hoodie, this is the, the one opportunity for a classic hoodie. We will not be doing this limited edition again. Also, when you grab your hoodie, please go and, you know, put your name in the raffle on my Twitter. Uh, we've got a raffle sponsored by myself and P. Diddy for a number of Fat Cats. And there's also another raffle going on uh, on the Fat Cats Twitter. But the, the difference is that the, the raffle that P. Diddy and I are doing is for Fat Cats. And it doesn't matter how many we sell, right? You know, you're in that raffle just by buying a hoodie. So go and put your... Um, your order confirmation in the comments and get in the raffle and uh yeah i think they're fantastic and i still can't get over how amazing the shipping price has been so you know do support us with that um last thing i wanted to ask while you're all here bella and pearl what what is going on with the open sea royalty stuff i don't understand are, are our royalties now not protected why is everyone redeploying their contracts at the moment what, what's going on um, <coughs> I haven't dived deep too much into the, the uh, discussion, but for what I've, I've understood, uh, basically now OpenSea do uh, enforce loyalties on your contract. But the problem is that uh, that doesn't prevent people to sell your NFT on the zero loyalties marketplace. Right. So you're losing that part of shares, let's say. So uh, this redeploying of the contract. Uh, basically enables you to create a sort of uh, blacklist for mm. certain contracts. So basically, uh, they cannot they cannot connect with your contract. So they cannot sell you NFTs on their marketplace. So I'm not too sure if uh, it's just a, uh, a kind of a new function that you add to the smart contract that basically check a list of. Uh, whitelisted contract and if the contract is not inside that whitelist it doesn't interact i think it's something like that so that's why people are redeploying the contract because they are adding this new function aha uh -huh. okay okay now that makes sense that makes sense so um okay because yeah we we were never too worried about blur and stuff like that but i think some other communities are i mean you know now x to y2 is enforcing and um, yeah, X to Y2 is enforcing and OpenSea is enforcing. And what happened with LooksRare? Are they, have they still gone to their kind of 2%? Have they changed back? I think they've stayed still kind of not enforcing, right? Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I saw in the screenshot that LooksRare was included in the blacklist. So probably there is yeah, still so not enforcing. Okay. Mm -hmm. an option. Yeah. But, but anyways, I suppose that these uh, would be uh, good in general because uh, if I were to be, if I was a creator, I would, I would for sure choose this new contract. Yeah, but it's, so it's got its own it's, it's new marketplace uh, with zero royalties could start to lose at least the new, yeah. the new collect creators. Yeah, but but yeah, but it's it's got its own problems, Paul, that no one wants to talk about because the, these new kinds of contracts are more centralized. I'm not too sure if uh, the deployer of the contract is the one that creates the, the whitelist of contracts. Mm -hmm. 
So I, I don't think it's OpenSea that created this whitelist. I get your point because if if it was OpenSea, no, no, it's not OpenSea. It's not open. No, it's not OpenSea. But I'm saying giving the giving the team you have to add. So basically, when you deploy a contract, right? Certain permissions have to be granted, and you're giving the deployer certain permissions or the owner of the contract. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and so, sure. um, yeah, that's that's kind of the slight issue. But um, let's see how it develops more. You know, again, we've already yeah. kind of look. Most of the people selling their fat cats are selling anyway on OpenSea. Um, so you know, it's not the end of the world. Um, I think the whole kind of blur bidding war that's going on has changed things because everyone is kind of harvest trying to get as many uh, boxes as possible. So that's like a weird dynamic where people are suddenly putting all their offers in on blur. But for the most part, I don't think this heavily affects us. But we can certainly uh, look into this for our juniors. Um, and if worse comes to worse, if we have to somehow redeploy, I mean, I know that KPR is completely redeploying their contract now and a few others. We'll we'll keep watching this, but. Yeah, you know, back to our previous point earlier, right? 80% of our job here is, is focusing on making yeah, yeah, money. Yeah. And, you know, this is this kind of like, oh my God, will they just, you know, you know, I mean, you know, like we're fighting over 0 0.4 ETH kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. the cost well, of- Well, well that, <laughs> at least that for sure would be uh, a surefire way to get us to do check my <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm so done with, you know, like, you know, we even, we even spoke to one of the staff of Farouk this week and Farouk was like, I, I don't, you know, the blue chip, I'll, I'll help you with OpenSea marketing and VPs and anyone. We do not talk to the blue check mark department. There's like, <sighs> you know, no one knows who it is. I'm telling you, I'm telling you guys, it's one young, irritating dev. You know, I'm going to stereotype of, yeah, you know, he's 21 out of uni. He's a prick. No one wants to ask him anything. He's sitting there going, my code is perfect. You know, it's automated. It's perfect. You know, if they don't get a blue check mark, they've done something wrong. So I bet you that's the situation. And uh, that's my stereotype today, friends. But um, yeah, I'm pretty damn sure because every time we've spoken to a VP or they're like, oh, the blue check mark department. Well, um, I'll send them an email. And I'm like, huh? Like, why? Like, why is this such a, you know, thing? But it's a thing. So that's where we are, friends. All right. Well, you have yourselves a marvelous weekend, everybody. Uh, I'm going to go do some ApeCoin investigating. This is a good question for me to tackle. Um, uh, but yeah, awesome. Okay. Bye, everyone. But you know what? I'm going to run a poll okay. again as well, actually, because if there are enough people here who want to stake Ape, uh, it might be worth doing it with one of our grails with people accepting that if, it, you know, if I get a buyer, you know, I'll have to send you all back your funds. But let me look into that. Okay. Bye, everyone.